Juveniles, welcome back. We're here for another Saturday. It's a very serious Saturday. But before I address the elephant in the room, you could say the egg in the room. That was, <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> you guys, before we hop in and we show you Josh's new hair reveal and we dive in to why you clicked on this episode, you guys, if you're listening on any audio platforms, I'm talking Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Hit that follow button, and if you write a written review, we're going to review them at the end of this episode, so make sure you guys do that. If you're watching on YouTube, we're growing subscribers every single day, so if you want to be in that first 10K, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and without further ado, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do okay. we do this? Do we just switch to you? We switch to, yeah. Before I guess so. we switch, I want to hear what you think about the hair. I really like it. Okay. And everybody else has told me that they like it as well. So I hope you guys like it. All right. Um, drum roll, please, to reveal Josh's new hair. I'm bald. <laughs> it's all gone. The curls you have known for two years <laughs> don't exist anymore. I mean, is it not the most freeing feeling? Feels fantastic. Play pickleball today. My aerodynamics <laughs> were plus 10. Um, <laughs> I When I took a shower, it felt incredible. Okay, so I have to ask... The quintessential buzzing head question. Did your heart drop when those blades went through the curls for the first time? 100%. Yeah, my dad was cutting my hair and we did a bunch of hairstyles along the way. So we did like a mullet and then a rat tail, then a smaller rat tail. And then just like short hair, chopped it all off. Um, but he started on the sides and just went and chopped off. I was like, well, there's no going back now. I'll be doing mine. I think I've decided I'm going to do it before my graduation. Yeah, do it with, well, with actually, Christian. I got to do it before you leave on your trip. Yeah, me and one of our other friends are going to do it. We're all going to do it at the same time. So if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, Josh posted my reveal or my reaction on there. So make sure yeah. you follow us at GB Podcast on Instagram. We'll leave the reaction in one of like our highlight bubbles or something. It was a funny reaction. I, didn't, I knew you were going to do it, but I didn't know when. Yep. And it was just a shocker. You didn't so, know it was me at first. You guys, leave a hair rating of Josh's hair <laughs> in the comments, 1 through 10. Yep. We won't have to show them the picture that we took before this. You'll just be rated off of this. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Well, we have a, um, a tough episode on our hands today. Yeah, and as you've seen in the title, it was a pretty rough experience that we're going to dive into today. So this experience happened to Josh two and a half, three weeks ago two now. Weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, and we were hesitant to talk about it at first, but stuff has settled since then, so we're good to talk about it. Do we just dive right into this? Let's dive right in. Can I, can I give first my first reaction? Yeah. So I'm sitting there. It is the Grammys are going. No, no. Oscars are going Oscars. on. So I'm watching the Oscars and me and Josh were going back and forth about scheduling an episode or something. And I get a text. Actually, no, you need to start the story first. This is this comes a little bit later on. In it the does. Story. OK, go ahead. So let's dive right into the story of how I got scammed like bad, heavily and pretty badly. Um, so let's set the scene. It was a Wednesday, I think. Sunday. Was it Sunday? I was wrong. Uh, it was March the 12th, um, and I was at work. It was like 2.30 um, on a Sunday at work, and the work phone rings. I'm like, okay, I'll pick up the phone. Um, and the first thing the guy says is, hello, my name is Lieutenant John Lockley uh, with the Reading Police Department. And does, I was like, oh, does shoot. Does your heart just drop in this moment? Immediately, because I was like, well, we're in trouble. What's going on? The police don't just call businesses. Yeah. Um, so... Gives me a call. He says, hey, can you go into the back for a little bit? Um, I want to talk to you about counterfeit bills. So I was like, uh, all right, okay, whatever. That's secret agent mode setting in. Yes. So I was like, okay, fine. I let Ben, my other coworker, know. I'm like, hey, 
step to the back real quick. I got a phone call. Um, at this point, it was the Sunday rush. So it was not slow. It was a busy day. Um, and I had to step into the back. And Ben was just by himself for a while. And he's like, like I need you. Um, but in the back, I was with this guy on the phone. He's like, yeah, I wanted to let you know about counterfeit bills. Um, he's like, do you know what those are? I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so he told us that in the theory bank accounts, they found 75 to $150 worth of counterfeit bills, um, which means that the banks had to shut down their accounts. In theory is the coffee shop. You theory is the coffee shop I work at. Um, they said they have to close the accounts um, and then we need to recycle all of our money into a different account. Um, so we don't lose it. Um, and guys, you from hearing this story, it's gonna sound very scammy and very obviously scammy because when I repeat it, it I like I get mad at myself because how obvious it was. But I'm gonna bit by bit explain the detail these guys went into, um, which made me end up uh, yeah, believing this, what he was telling this me. This was no ordinary scam. No, these are very thought out, and you'll you'll hear the full story and understand. Yes. So at this point, he was telling me that. My boss um, was at the police um, with them. And he was like, yeah, they have them down in um, a room talking with the chief, trying to figure out what's going on, um, where these counterfeit bills came from. So to prove that he had my boss down there, he said, um, I have your boss's phone right here with me. You don't have to answer the call, or I don't want you to answer the call, but I just want you to verify that we called you from his number so you can know that he's with us, just to give you some assurance. So two seconds later, I get a full a call from my boss on my phone. So I was like, okay, he's there. And his contact comes through. Like contact everything. comes through. It's the right phone number. I was like, okay, so they have my boss's phone number. Um, or they have your boss there. Yeah, I was like, they have him there. So Because there's no other way you can call someone from someone else's phone number. Uh, so that was the first piece of evidence where I was like, okay, it's pretty solid. Like that, This must be true. Because um, I got a phone call from my boss's phone number. Um, so I don't know how they did that. I've got no idea how I they know called how they me. did that. Well, there you can. There's actually websites where you can make two numbers call each other. Remember, I did. Oh, this you prank did tell yeah, you yeah, a while a while ago. Yeah. it's like it's a thing you can pay online to get two numbers to call each other, and then you can actually hear the yeah. two numbers calling each other, which is crazy. It is crazy. So that that made me believe that for sure. I was like, okay, sick. It's Sam's down there. Uh, Sam is my boss. Um. So from there, he had me go grab the cash registers. Um, and I needed to count this money and then put it in an envelope and bring it with me so I could deposit it somewhere um, to put it into a new account so we could start the account. So when you go up and you're getting the cash register, what's going through your head at this point? I was kind of freaking out because I was like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And what was the reasoning he was giving you that made you feel like you need to be heroic? He needed me to um, recycle this money to save the, the accounts and all of our money um, because the bank was going to like take it all back right. because so of the counterfeit to, bill. You have to think about it. You're in Josh's shoes, right? This guy's threatening that the business that you work at is going to shut down unless you do something. Yeah. So obviously, they're they're you know they're tapping into that heroic mindset. I yeah. need to save the business. Again, they understand human psychology. They're exactly. not stupid. Yes, it was very thought out, very detailed. Uh, they knew exactly what I was going to do every turn. Yeah. Um, so How at, much money are you counting out in the back? At this point, I think I counted out around... Around $650 in cash. Wow. Um, so I put it in an envelope, and then he had me go grab a plain sheet of paper and a pen, and then write out a... Uh, do you want to just tap the thing real quick? There we go. So our settings didn't work. No, it didn't work. Okay, whatever. Um, he had me grab a plain piece of paper and a pen, 
and write out the case file. Um, so that's going to be like what we hand into the chief to explain what went on. So he said, first off, in the top left corner, you want to write um, his full name, Lieutenant John Lockley, his badge number, um, the address of the Reading Police Department, and then the address of where I'm going to be taking the money. And then in the other corner, I mean, write my full name, um, date of birth, um, and then some other stuff I can't remember. Then he had me write out the words account number and routing number. Um, and then leave those spots blank because we're going to fill those in later. So then he had me take that piece of paper, fold it up, and put it in my back pocket. I was going to take it with me. Uh, so then at this point, he said, I need you to grab that envelope of cash, put it in your pocket. Um, and at this point, he had already switched the phone call from the work phone to my cell phone so I could take it with me. Um, and he's like, you're going to need to go to your car. Before you get into your car... I want you to tell me the um, the make and model of your car, just who can alert the police to know that like if they see you around, you're you're like working with us. Um, so I told him. Then he's like, I need you to tell me the starting mileage of your car, so we can reimburse you for all the miles you drive today. So as you're walking out of your work, what are you telling your coworkers? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. So um, I had to tell my coworker Ben uh, that I was doing a errand for Mr. Sam. Um, and that I'll be right back. He wasn't letting me tell him that I was on the phone with the police. Um, and then he also, at this point, he knew the work schedule that I was on, and he knew my coworkers' names. So this police officer yeah. hacked into your Google Calendar. Hacked into the Google Calendar or the Square or something like that, because he was like, go ahead and tell Ben. I hadn't told him the name of my, any of my coworkers. He said, go ahead and tell Mr. Ben that Andy, one of my other coworkers, is going to be there shortly to relieve him. Um, so I was like, okay, Andy's coming in. It's going to be fine. Um, so he knew all this. He knew who was working that day. He knew Ben. He knew everything. This is just insane. Uh, very insane. So at this point, I'm in my car. I've put the cash in my backpack and then, um, I'm speaking to him with my AirPods and he had me, um, he gave me an address and he said, you're going to need to go to this address and we're going to start recycling that money. So what was the, one of the weird things that he asked you of where to put each thing? Cause I remember you telling me, oh, yeah. I was like, that is really weird. So he had me take out $50 in cash and $20 in cash. He had me put $20 in my pocket and then put $50 folded up in um, a different pocket of my backpack away from the cash. Do you think this is all just a thing to make it seem more serious than 100%. He was doing stuff to throw me off to make it feel more professional and like think that I'm going to need to come back to this. Mm. Um, there was a bunch of stuff like that where he had me just do random stuff that we never so came back point, to. at this point, has he choked up on anything... No, at this point it's been it was great. Like he it mispronounced because I remember you you telling me he mispronounced. Was this later on in the story? It's a little bit later on. Okay. Yeah. So um, he gives me an address and he tells me to go there. I was like, okay, we're we're heading there. So the whole time we stay on the phone and he's kind of walking me through what I'm going to be doing when I get there. So he has me drive to his Safeway across town. Um, and keep in mind it's a Sunday, so the pharmacies are closed. Uh, that was a little thing that did kind of surprise me. He was telling me to go to different pharmacies, and I was like, that one's closed. And he's like, oh, shoot. I was like, he should know if he wants me to go to a pharmacy, it's going to be closed until Sunday. Um, but at this point, you're so far I'm in. I'm so, like, bought into the story because so everything point, he's you've known. you've taken over $600 cash from your workplace. Yep. You've left your workplace, and now you're driving around with the police. Yes. And at this point, also, my coworker's like, well, what's going on? He's just stolen the money. Uh, Josiah, who is, you guys know Josiah, he was at theory when it happened. So he sees me walk out. People are starting to freak out. They're like, what's going on? 
I start getting phone calls from my managers um, and from everybody being like, hey, what's going on? Why'd you leave? We'll come back to that. Um, we'll come back to that. So we arrive at our first location. It's a safe way across town. And he has me go inside. And when we're inside, he has me call him dad as a code name. So creepy. Which is very weird. Uh, he didn't want anybody to know that I was on the phone with the police. So I walk into the CVS. Uh, or Yeah, it was a CVS, not a Safeway. And he has me buy this prepaid gift card called a money pack. Um, and again, you're probably watching this being like, oh, it's so obviously a scam. I was so bought in from the fact that he knew my schedule and everything that I didn't even question it. Um, and he had me use $500 cash from that envelope and buy um, one of these money packs with $500 loaded onto that. So then I bought it. I walk out of the store. And then he has me... Um, first of all, he has me check to make sure there's a trash can outside of the location. Um, and he's like, you're going to need to, excuse me, you need to run into your car, scratch off the back where the numbers are and read me those numbers and then rip up that paper card and then throw it in the trash can. The paper? Yeah. So the money pack is like a paper. It's a piece of cardboard. Um, it's not like an actual plastic gift card. It's like a piece of cardboard, um, with just a money amount attached. So he has me rip it up, rip up the receipt, and throw it all away. And what's his reasoning for that? Uh, just so people can't go back into the trash can and use this again. But why would you not keep it? I don't know. Weird. It, again, I had so much proof from him that I didn't question anything he told me. Um, so then he runs me through um, this website called the FDIC. Um, it's like a money insurance, the the federal something, money insurance, something like that. And he's talking me through, he's like, this is who I work for. Um, hundreds of millions of people around America have been able to insure their money safely through this website. Um, and that's what we're doing today. So I was like, okay, I believe him. And then we head to the next location. So at this point, you're gone for how long? It's been about half an hour. And is it just kind of feeling like, what are you feeling? I'm nervous. I'm a little bit freaking out because at this point, Ali is texting me and she's like, hey, What's going on? She's not even in town, but they're worried about me. Cause, How does she know? Uh, ben had called my sister and was like, do you know anything about what's going on with Josh? At this point, they thought I was on drugs. Um, they thought I was stealing money. They thought I was being blackmailed. Mm. Um, or they thought I was like on a psychotic break or something mm. was happening. So people were freaking out. Um, and this was making me freak out because Ali was like, hey, people are thinking you're stealing from work. What's going on? he wasn't letting me answer texts. He wasn't letting me answer phone calls. I couldn't do anything. I had to just hang up and hang up and hang up. Um, so then this is when I get a call from my manager. And he goes, hey, is your manager calling you? And I say, yes. And he's like, is it Nick or Lena? And I was like, he knows the names of my managers. So I told and him. he also knew that. He knew that I was getting a phone call and he knew who was calling me. Um, so I was like, that's freaky. He knows my manager's names. Um, but again, it wasn't freaky. I thought it was just evidence. Um... So yeah, he, but this is when he makes his first mistake. So he tells me to go to the next place and there's a street in our town that's Placer Street. He said Placer Street. And I was like, no Reading local or police officer or especially police officer would misspell or would mispronounce the name of a street in Reading. So I was like, it's interesting. Maybe he grew up in a different place of town where they say it differently. I don't know. Um, but that kind of threw me off a little bit. Again, didn't question it. So we head to the next place. He then has me, when we arrive at the next location, he has me go through my bank accounts 
not tell him any of my bank account numbers, just tell him how much I have in each account. So he knows how much money I've got total. Um, and he tells me to use the account with more money in it to go use that account and buy some more of these money packs. For insurance, before I did that, he said he loaded my accounts with double the amount that's in it just for assurance, and then they'll take back the amount that I didn't use afterwards. Did you check? No, because I was driving. So he was like, he had me under so much trust that I just believed him. Again, you guys, so these, these scammers... They know at what minute of the call that you're going to get nervous and yep. you bring in reassurance. Like, they have this stuff down to a science. Yeah. Most of the time it happens to elderly people, which is unfortunate. But in this case, they just had Josh drilled. Yeah. And it was rough because I was, like, rushing. Because he's like, we need to get you back at a certain time. So I was freaking out. I was rushing as hard as I could. I was like, whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe it. Just get me done with this as quick as possible. Um... So we head to the next location, and then using my personal account, I bought two more of these money packs. I spent $1,000. Um, and went back to the car, started reading them off. At this point, uh, one of my coworkers shows up outside my car, and I was like, that's weird. How did he get there? So I opened my door. I was like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, are you okay? Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he sees me scratching off this card. So he's like, oh, did he buy lottery tickets? So at this point, the rumor starts going on, that I stole money to go buy scratch-offs. <laughs> um, so my coworker's out there with his brother, who's one of my friends. Um, turns out that my sister and them and Ali had all partnered together because Ali has my location on iMessage. And they had been tracking me around town, following me. Um, so they find me in the Safeway. Um, and they're like, hey, what's going on? And I was like giving them thumbs up. And I mouthed to Josiah, who was there. Um, not this Josiah, a different one who was my coworker. I was like, hey, I'm like on the phone with the police. Um, he took that to believe, called the police. I'm in trouble. So this is when he calls the police. On you. On me. So Josh is working with the police, but now has the real police called on him. Yeah. So he calls the police. He say, hey, we had a coworker steal money. Um, we need to know what's going on. Like, we think he's in trouble. But then at the same time as Josiah is calling the police on me, his brother is calling the police on my behalf because he could tell something was wrong. He could tell I was in trouble. Um, so then I scratch off the card. I do the same exact routine, scratch it off, read in the numbers, rip it up. As I'm driving away, I give them the thumbs up. I was like, don't follow me. I'm good. Um, of course, they still follow me. Um, no, they're following. You. I didn't. They gave me some more distance, but they still had eyes on me, so they were still like keeping keeping a good eye. Because we have to think about this: any one of these locations, Josh could have gotten jumped. Like, yeah, they could have got jumped, kidnapped, was. killed. Like they were telling him where to go. Yeah, these were their locations. I wasn't doing any research for these locations. They were just telling me where to go. I get to the third location, um, which at this point is the Bank of America. He has me try and go and withdraw five thousand dollars cash from my account. Um, but it won't let me because I've got a withdrawal allowance, of course, as every bank account does. Um, and then he tries to have me call my bank and up up the allowance to $5,000. So I was like, they're not going to let me do that. It's a business account. Of course, they didn't let me do that. Um, but you called. But I called. So get back on the phone with them. And he's like, okay, we're going to need you to go to a different Safeway. I don't know why he wanted me to go to so many different locations, um, but they did. And then in the next one, in the next two locations, they would only take cash. So he had me drive back to that same Safeway where I bought the first two with my own account um, and buy two more. 
But when I went in, the bank, my, my card was blocked, of course, because I just spent $1,000 at Safeway. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, go back to my car and then call the bank again and let the bank know that I chose to make these deposits and they weren't fraudulent. So that was his way of getting the bank to... And they approved. They approved it. So unlocked my card, and then he had me go back and buy two more of these money packs. So at this point, how much money? At this point, I'm $2,000 in the hole. Um, and again, I thought it was fine because I thought they were giving me the money back. Yeah. Um, and guys, I, I promise I understand how scammy it feels. Please don't come after me in the comments. I, the amount of adrenaline I was going through, the amount of proof I had that this was real was crazy. But unfortunately, this is not the end. It's not the end. So... Yeah, I buy two more. I do the same thing. Read the numbers, rip it up, throw it away. Um, I'm sprinting around. I'm freaking out at this point. Ali's texting me saying she's freaking out. Like, call me, please. Everybody's worried. Everybody's going crazy. At this point, he has me block my boss and both of my managers. And you did. And I did um, because they kept calling me. He's like, you got to block him so it doesn't show up on the record. I was like, well, that's interesting. I don't know why. And I was like. It also doesn't make sense. What it doesn't make sense. What record? What record? Um, so I was like, you got to let me text my girlfriend back, man. Like, she's freaking out. Let me just tell them that I'm okay. And he's like, if you text her, you have to block her. I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. Um, uh, at this point, how long have you been gone for? Over an hour. Closing on, on two hours. So an hour and a half. So at uh, this point, I've spent $2,000. Um, and I go back to my car. And I was like, you have to let me go back. Like, people are freaking out. Like, I'm ne- I need to be done with this. And he's like, okay, like, we're good. Um... I just need you to, and here's a piece of resistance to this whole thing. I need you to tell me my your full name, middle initial, um, date of birth, and your full social security number. You guys, Josh got scammed out of his social security. So at this point, I was like, he knew that I was freaking out enough that I would do whatever he told me just for me to be done with this. I was like, fine. Here's my social security number. And Get me out of this. And you have a picture of it. I had a picture of it. Which, you guys, you should not have any record of your social security in an unlocked place. Yep. Now it's not on my camera roll. It's locked in a note. Okay. Hidden note. Locked. Well, you can't really use it anymore. Yeah, I have to get a new one. But it's whatever. <laughs> All right, um, finish the story here. Come on. So it's at this point where I'm like, yeah, fine. Take my social security number. I don't care. Hang up on the guy. Call my girlfriend. Um, she's freaking out she's in hysterics they all thought i was gonna get kidnapped or killed so she was like i thought i was never gonna see you again how do you start explaining this i say hey i'm fine i promise i'm good i was working with police like everything's fine And what is her reaction she was like oh my lord i'm i'm just like so relieved you're okay i book it back to work i run in not going over the speed limit though because you had just worked with the police yeah 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 (laughs) definitely um my manager lena's in there she's like Hey, like, what happened? And I was so like, So you walk in and what? People are just looking at you? They're like, looking at me. They're like, What's going on? She's like, Are you okay? First of all, Lena's great. She asked me before anything else, she asked me if I was okay. Um, because at this point, they knew something was was wrong. Uh, they were all worried about my safety more than anything. So I'm like, No, this has been the worst two hours of my life. Like, what's just, what just happened? So she takes me to the back and I, she's like, Tell me what happened. I tell her, I go, so, first of all, Sam's down at the police office right now, and I was working with the police. And she goes, baby, you've been scammed. And I was like, what? And she was like, Sam's in Portland. <laughs> My boss wasn't even in town. And they knew that. They knew that. And I was like, well, damn. 
<laughs> that sucks. And she's like, did you give him anything? I was like, yep, I sure did. <laughs> I did indeed. My social security number and two grand. And she's like, oh. So, yeah. That, that's how. Final blow. Yeah. That is how in one day I lost my social security number. I lost $2,000 and I committed a felony by robbing my bank or robbing my work and giving away the money. Guys, we got a real juvenile on juvie. Yep. So how does this all come together? So it comes together. So um, your parents are out of town. Okay, wait, let me tell my side. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I don't know anything that's going on. You know, Josh, like, it's not like we text every four seconds. So he's been, you know, he's doing it, working, whatever. And I, I get a text from him and he's like, dude, you're not going to believe what happened. And I'm like, and this is like after we were scheduling something. So like we had texted after. Yeah. And like we were scheduling something. And I was like, okay, we're scheduling an episode, whatever. <clears throat> and then he's like, or no, you're like, dude, I have a crazy story to tell in tomorrow's episode. Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I don't want to tell you too much, but I got scammed really bad. And I was like, I was like, dude, what do you mean? And you're like, you're like, I kind of want to save it for the episode. I was like, we're not going to talk about it. You just got scammed. And you're yeah. like, I was like, and you're like, dude, these scammers made me steal $500 from my workplace. And I'm like, what? And then I called you and he told me the whole story. And I'm like, I was so like, I was so like angry, but like also I'm sure you felt like so taken advantage of, right? hundred percent. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. Like I don't often want people dead. John Lockley, I hope you die. <laughs> John Lockley. Yeah, whatever your real name is. Burn. So, you guys, for all the small businesses or people that work at a workplace, make sure when phone calls come in that they are not scammers, even if they're claiming to be the police. This is a huge PSA. We don't want any of our listeners. Yeah. And share this video with people that could potentially be in this position to get scammed. Share this with your grandma, because yes. I know old people personally that have gotten scammed by these people. These people are terrible. They're geniuses. Yeah, this and I hate them. Yeah, the scary thing is, I called my boss who was away. Um, he wasn't mad. He was just glad that I was safe. Um, and he was like, you're good. There's Because he was at a coffee competition. There was three other coffee shops in the area he was in that had been victim to the same scam like well, recently. And you later found out they called the other location first. Yes, they called downtown. We have two locations in Reading. They called the first location. Um, and I guess our other employees are a lot smarter than me because they, they hung up the phone. I'm sure, dude, there there are so many people that are calling this all day long. They're yeah. calling all these businesses. So yeah. you guys, please be careful. That is the moral of the story. So you call your parents. Yeah, my parents were on a flight back from Hawaii. So they were in the air when I was doing this. They didn't know what was going on. Um, and it was my mom's birthday. So my dad didn't want to tell her anything to stress her out. Um, but yeah, it was pretty bad. And like at this point, Ben, you guys haven't met, but he's one of our friends. He was texting me. He's like, hey, like, if if there's anything wrong, like, you can talk to me. Because they thought I was on drugs yeah. or, like, going crazy. Yeah. I mean, I would have probably thought that, too. It's yeah. ridiculous, you guys. But, guys, stay safe. I could have got kidnapped. I could have got worse than kidnapped. Like, it could have been really bad. Uh, thankfully, I'm okay. I lost the money, which sucks. And lost his hair. I Yeah. <laughs> I The scammers took my hair, guys. <laughs> We're just going to drop that into one of the clips. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Don't answer a phone call if it says no call ID. And you guys, listen, here's a quick PSA. If anyone is ever asking for personal information, bank account numbers, go to your parents, go to the closest person in your life. Make sure that before you give anyone everything or anything that you check with someone else. Because if Josh would have bounced off of someone else. But again, now that you've heard the story, you understand how detailed these things can be. Yeah. Stay safe. We love you guys. That is a wrap. That is a wrap.